Greetings in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, and today I'm sharing with you my earnestly contending letter for December 2023. And I've titled this earnestly contending letter, Why Anti-Semitism? Why are the Jews so universally hated? The world is trying to figure this out, but according to Scripture, it ultimately can be boiled down to one word even though the world is oblivious to it. What accounts for the persistent and universal spirit of anti-Semitism? The FBI director recently testified that Jews make up about 2.4% of the U.S. public, and yet they account for about 60% of all religious-based hate crimes. He said, quote, The Jewish community is targeted by terrorists really across the spectrum, end quote. But why? Why? The pundits of the world right now are grappling with this phenomenon. Consistently, the world cycles back to the hatred of the Jew. Why? Many answers have been offered by various scholars, including economic factors, scapegoats, ethnic hatred, resentment of Jewish success, religious bigotry. But none of these explanations give an adequate explanation as to the why of universal hatred of the Jews. The Bible alone gives the ultimate root cause of universal anti-Semitism. The answer is found in one word, or more specifically, one person. One spiritual being named Satan. Satan. This is a spiritual phenomenon. Satan is the god of this age, 2 Corinthians 4.4. He is the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience, Ephesians 2.2. The whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one, 1 John 5.19. Satan deceives the whole world, Revelation 12.9. God has uniquely chosen the Jews to be the centerpiece of his plan. The word of God was given through the Jews. The Messiah came through the Jews as salvation is of the Jews. God has ordained Israel to be his unique witness nation. The blessing of God for the world comes through the Jews. God has prophetic plans for Israel and has laid them out in his word. If Satan can disrupt and cause these plans to not be fulfilled, then he will have defeated God. Satan cannot get directly at God, so he goes about seeking to destroy Israel and thereby indirectly frustrate the sovereign plan of God. Good luck, quote-unquote, good luck on that one. Total sarcasm. Satan desperately tried to prevent the Messiah from being born. At one point, wicked Athaliah had all the male descendants of David killed. But in the sovereignty of God, one child was spared, which allowed the Davidic line through whom the Messiah would come to continue, 2 Kings 11, 1 through 3. When Jesus was born, wicked Herod tried desperately to have the Christ child killed. Satan, from every angle, has desperately tried to circumvent the plans of God, which run through the Jew. He has used the Pharaoh's. Haman, Antiochus Epiphanes, Herod, Hitler, terrorists, crusades, pogroms, the Holocaust, etc. But none have succeeded. However, his final push for the total extermination of the Jews comes in the last days, just prior 
to the second coming of Christ. The Bible teaches that in the last days, Israel will once again be reestablished in the land of promise. They are there. In that context, there will be a worldwide rise of anti-Semitism that will pave the way for the greatest wave of anti-Semitism in the whole of human history. That reality is summarized and unfolded in Revelation 12. Here we are shown what will be Satan's final attempt to destroy Israel and the Jewish people prior to the second coming of Christ. Revelation 12 may be the key passage in the entire Bible regarding prophetic truth in relation to anti-Semitism. This passage deals with the 70th week of Daniel, commonly called the seven-year tribulation period, which is the most specifically dated event in all the Bible in terms of its beginning, middle, and end. Revelation 12 deals with Israel and the Jewish people at the midpoint of the seven-year tribulation period. The chapter is filled with imagery, but in no way are they allegorical because each of the images is clearly defined. The woman represents Israel. The male child lamb represents Jesus. The dragon slash serpent represents Satan. At the midpoint of the tribulation period, Satan will be cast to the earth, no longer having any privileged access to the heavens. At this point, he trains his focus on the woman, Israel, in an all-out effort to destroy her. We read in Revelation 12, verse 12 and 13, Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows he has a short time. Now when the dragon saw that he had been cast to the earth, he persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. The last three and a half years of the tribulation period is described by Christ as great tribulation, Matthew 24, 21, and will include the pinnacle of worldwide anti-Semitism as driven by Satan himself. As we see anti-Semitism increasing in our day, we know where ultimately this is going because the word of God is clear. Eventually, under the leadership of Satan and his lead man, the Antichrist, the entire world will be in opposition to Israel, and the whole world will be allied to fight against Jerusalem, Zechariah 12 and 14. But, quote, then the Lord will go forth and fight against those nations, Zechariah 14, 3, and they're going down thought. Herein is proof. This is Jim Showers, quote from Jim Showers. Herein is proof that God is not finished with Israel. If he were finished, there would be no reason for Satan to expend such effort to annihilate the Jewish people. This is Pastor Dwight Oswald, earnestly contending for the faith. <laughs> 